It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into your daily source for the Cincinnati Reds throughout the offseason. This is the Locked On Reds podcast, and I'm your host, Jeff Carr. And here we go. What's up, Reds fans? Welcome in. To the Locked On Reds podcast. Sorry, I'm a little bit late with today's episode, but it is Tuesday. I don't know if you're celebrating Taco Tuesday, if you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, if you've got the stuff to do that in your house. Hey, I'm, I got to go out and see if I can find some Guinness somewhere. Hopefully, there wasn't a run on Guinness like there was a run on toilet paper, but whatever about that. Let's talk about some Reds baseball. Today, we're going to answer the second half of that question. I'm going to look at Trevor Bauer and why his comeback is very important to the 2020 Cincinnati Reds playoff season. Also, got some fun, a fun question to ask you at the end of today's episode. But before we get to all of that, make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. Yes, I know I'm a little bit late with today's episode, but for the most part, you can expect daily episodes about the Cincinnati Reds and talking about our favorite baseball team. So subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you're currently listening to. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs. I promise I'm going to be as, you know, lighthearted as possible in these times also follow at locked on reds for more reds content and save the locked on reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159 all right so before we jump into talking about trevor bauer there is one little piece of news i wanted to pass along to you I saw reports circulating on social media, and look, far be it for me to tell the Reds what to do with their money, because hey, it's not my money, but I've seen reports on social media circulating that there are some baseball teams who are paying their minor leaguers. They are giving them their typical stipends during spring training. They are still giving them the money that they need, and that are and those are the Rays and the Mets are continuing to pay their players, and also the Dodgers as well. The Reds are not on that list. There are a lot of teams that are not on that list, but there there are teams that are still not paying their minor leaguers, and there are guys whose futures are very uncertain at this time because they're having to get through all of this without any baseball. And, and look, the Reds are pretty good at doing the right thing. I'm sure that maybe it's just not been reported that they're paying their players. Hopefully. They are. I'm sure our buddy Doug Gray could probably clear some of those things up. But hey, let's jump into today's focus topic and talk about Trevor Bauer. This is all confusing. Why do I have to keep learning new things? So on yesterday's episode, I talked about why Joey Votto's bounce back is of monumental importance to the 2020 Cincinnati Reds playoff season. 
Today we're going to look at Trevor Bauer. Look, last year, obviously, we know the numbers. He came over and pitched to the tune of a 6-plus ERA in a Reds uniform. He finished the year with a 4.4-something ERA. So not a great year for him. The interesting part, when you look at Trevor Bauer, you've got to understand his career as a whole. He has always been the kind of dude that will rack up a lot of strikeouts, but he usually has been a hard-hit pitcher as well, something that he has kind of worked around throughout his career. Last year, he did give up 34 total home runs, and when you look at his career numbers from 2015 through 2017, those three years, he gave up at least 20 home runs in each of the years. The one outlying season that he has had in his career is 2018. And now I know that's a reason to be excited about him because that was a fairly recent season when he had the 2.21 ERA in 175 innings. He only gave up nine home runs, a very different season as opposed to most of his career years. And then, of course, last year, Instead of giving up nine home runs in 2018, he gives up 34 home runs in 2019. And the intriguing part about that was he did still give up 22 home runs in an Indians uniform. Before coming over to the Reds, he had a 3.79 ERA in 156 innings. It just so happened he pitched more innings last year than he ever has in his career. His career high in innings was 2016 with 190. Last year, he had a total of 213 innings. So maybe it was a little bit of fatigue. Maybe it was the fact, you know, we learned at the end of the year he was pitching with a bunch of little nagging injuries that I I think time off would really help him. And, and you know, maybe he comes back into 2020 healthy. And of course, with all of this extra time now, I'm sure that he will be ready to go 100%. But on the other end of the spectrum, it does make you wonder because his career ERA is 4.04, which that's not bad, but that's not a guy that, you know, it's not fair to expect him to come out. Now, I'm sure his personal expectations are crazy high because he is the kind of player that does not make excuses. He works hard. He always He's talked about that he never really stops working. He never really takes a day off throughout the year. He's always baseball, baseball, baseball. But he's not a guy that when you look at the numbers, you can – reasonably expect him to continually pitch to a 2.2 ERA. So does a bounce back look like that? We talked about that with Joey Votto. Does a bounce back look like Joey Votto in 2017? Does a Trevor Bauer bounce back look like 2018 Trevor Bauer? Now, Trevor's situation is slightly different from Joey's because he will turn... 30 about halfway through this season so he's a little bit younger than Joey is so he's probably still got the ability to reach that 2018 plateau more than likely what's going to happen is his ERA this season will probably be around 3 to 3.3 and that's still awesome we're still looking at the third best pitcher in this roster with those numbers but I, I definitely think that the Reds, when you look at the two of these guys, when you look at Joey Votto or Trevor Bauer, 
my personal opinion is I think the Reds need Joey to bounce back to be the on-base machine, to be the catalyst at the top of the lineup. I think the Reds, the way the pitching staff is built, they are better able to absorb a Trevor Bauer who's more closer to his career numbers than his 2018 numbers when you when you look at it. because I, I think they can stomach especially with the stronger lineup than they had a year ago they're going to be able to score runs and if he's going out there and giving up four runs every time he pitches that's not you know we're not talking about a Cy Young level pitching candidate there but we're talking about a dude who is still managing the game he's still keeping the other team in check and the Reds could be a team that averages five runs scored a game this year. I mean, it's not that hard to, it's not that much of a uh, stretch to think that they could do that. So when I look at these two guys, yes, they both need to bounce back. They both have to have a measure of comeback in them for 2020 for the Reds to make the playoffs. But I think Joey Votto is the guy who needs to bounce back more. He is more important to the Reds' playoff profile in 2020. Let me know what you think on that one on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs or at Lockdown Reds or on the Lockdown Reds line at 513-549-0159. I want to hear from you on that. And here coming up in just a second, I want to also get into another question. This one, this one's a little bit more fun though. We're not going to be talking about numbers or statistics or anything like that, but I thought it was a fun question for us to talk about while we're kind of off the beaten path with this uh, break and not knowing when baseball will be back, but I think it's a fun one. But before we jump into that, do you hate stepping on the scale? Maybe it's because you haven't met the right one. A company called Withings produced the world's first smart scale, and they are still the best. In fact, Tom's Guide rated Withings Body Plus the best overall smart scale for 2020. If you are looking to lose weight, willpower is key. I'm one to know. But so is having the right tools. Withings smart scales are known for durability and an exceptional user-friendly design. Step on and data from every weigh-in syncs automatically to the free app for iOS and Android via Wi-Fi or Bluetooth. Lots of smart scales don't have the Wi-Fi option, and it means you need to have your phone on you. But Withings Body Plus gives weight full body composition, weight trend, and even a local weather report to your phone. The scale can support up to eight users and can even tell which user is which. So here's the deal. You can get 25% off a Withings Body Plus right now at withings.com for a very limited time. Go to withings.com. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB to get 25% off the Body Plus Body Composition Scale. That's W-I-T-H-I-N-G-S dot com slash MLB to get 25% off the Body Plus Body Composition Scale. I put a question out there at Locked On Reds on Twitter 
to see what people thought, because this was a question I was going to ask on today's episode anyway, and it's, it's fun to see some of the replies so far, but I had a question for everyone in that when it comes to this time where we're all uh, spending a lot more time in our homes, some of us are going through different things, uh, whether it be work-related or whatever, just for fun, and, and be lighthearted here with me on this. I don't want to get too deep, but if you could pick one red, and only one red, past or present, to be quarantined with, who would you choose? And look, I'm, I'm just talking about, you know, just to hang out from a conversational standpoint, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to get too serious with this. This is just having some fun. Because I thought, when I thought about this, it's like, you know, they, they always say it's a two-week quarantine or something like that. So if you're stuck with a red for two weeks, who would you want it to be? Thinking of all the guys back through red's history. I mean, obviously, your recent past, I mean, Derek Dietrich, he'd be a fun dude uh, to hang out with for two weeks. Feels like uh, it, maybe you'd have a lot of fun. Maybe that would get a little tiresome. Maybe you want a dude who's a little bit more chill, but I would want somebody who would keep me positive that whole time. Michael Lorenzen is another guy that comes to mind. I feel like he would be, you know, you would never be down. You wouldn't feel down in the dumps if you're around Michael Lorenzen. He just seems like that kind of a positive dude. Or if you're going back and uh, actually somebody has already taken this answer and probably my answer, shout out to Blues dad at R. Calipari. He said Sean Casey. And I agree with him. Sean Casey would be awesome. If you have it, I mean, this is, it's a little over a year ago, I think, now that Jim Day talked to Sean Casey on his podcast. Still, probably one of the best podcasts he's ever done was with Sean Casey. It was just an absolute hilarious podcast for, I think it was like an hour, maybe a little over an hour, but you just laugh the whole time. And I got a feeling that, you know, if you're hanging out with Sean Casey at any specific time, it'd be kind of like that, too. We had a couple of Pete Rose answers. I like this one, too. Andy at Andy0659378 on Twitter said, Rob Dibble, want to see if I'm crazier than him. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be kind of awesome. I, I, I don't know all of the takes that Rob Dibble has on different things like that, but the, uh, this, the ones that I know, that would be some interesting conversation for two weeks. And then, of course, uh, Coach Addis uh, at Radis Addis on Twitter says, Sparky. That'd be kind of fun. Talk about some old baseball talk, uh, some good conversation with him. And then, of course, Alex Bates at CBJ Alex underscore LAX says Phillips, as in Brandon Phillips. I bet he'd be a lot of fun, too. He'd be a guy that you could stay positive with and all that. It'd be kind of fun to be uh, quarantined with, like, Trevor Bauer or something, talk about pitching. Although I feel like after two weeks, he'd probably want to find a way to – you know, turn a part of your backyard into a mound and he'd be getting to work or something like that. Maybe Tucker, Tucker. I mean, Tucker's a cook, man. He loves cooking. That'd be a great, although you probably have to go to the grocery a lot uh, and stock up there, but, but yeah, just a fun question to have respond at locked on reds on Twitter. Or if you don't have Twitter, but you have a take on a red that you if you had to be quarantined with a red, who would you be quarantined with? 
you can let me know on the Lockdown Reds line at 513-549-0159. But that's going to do it for us today here on this Tuesday. On tomorrow's episode, we got some more Red Sox for you. May have a guest. We'll see if that happens, but make sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. That way you get each and every episode each and every day. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Locked on Reds and have that Locked on Reds line number saved into your phone at 513-549-0159. Thanks so much for listening, guys. This has been the Locked on Reds podcast. My name is Jeff Carr, and I'll talk to you guys and gals tomorrow. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.